Hi there, this is Justina, and you're listening to the Exploding Head Podcast. Hi guys, and welcome to the Exploding Head Podcast. I have to say, today's topic is much lighter compared to the previous one. The previous one was quite heavy, quite serious. Well, because the topic demanded that. And today it's going to be lighter, maybe more entertaining, who knows. But so the topic of today will be national holidays, national days and independence days. And yes, I did think of that topic because one of, yes, we have two Lithuanian national days, independence days is coming. And I realized that all of my comments that I have in my head, all my exploding head moments also, I need to put them into two categories. And that's why I've decided to have two episodes on similar topics, but the contexts are actually quite different. So today's context would be countries that have a colonial past. And I will talk about Australia, just giving it as an example. Interestingly, I will also talk about Brazil and its carnival, giving some really weird example of the point I was trying to make. And then I will also invite you to do something on my website. And no, it's not to buy anything because I'm not selling anything yet. So thank you again for coming by and I hope you enjoy. So I was thinking about independence days or national days of countries that have that uh, colonial past, right? And I know these are many countries, but I thought of one country specifically that I want to talk about to illustrate that dilemma or that um, exploding head moment, as I would say. Uh, So I've chosen that to be Australia. But before I continue, I want to say like a disclaimer that Yes, obviously, the very concept of a nation-state, like countries, how we know them, that's a pretty recent one. Like, we didn't have nation-states, let's say, 400 years ago. Like, yes, we had different lands and uh, different units of sorts, uh, but those are not countries. And also, what makes a country, that would be, obviously, you need territory, you need people, you need some kind of a government, and on top of that, you add sovereignty, right? So, we talk about sovereign states. So, that is a recent concept. That's why it makes sense that we are sometimes celebrating something that is actually very recent. And I think, in fact, in many countries, we have different national days celebrating recent events, recent historic personas, right? So that's not, like, bad in itself. But where we have some risks when we are celebrating something related to a nation-state and how it came about is omitting a big and important part of history. Like, what came before that? Because we know that, yeah, history of a certain land, it doesn't start just with a nation-state. Like, there were people before, there were things happening before. This is not controversial, everyone knows that, poo poo poo. But so, what is that exploding head moment for me in this case? And I want to talk about Australia, because I have a very good example that got really stuck in my head, and I wanted to share it with you. So, I highly recommend you check out this documentary, it's called Utopia, and it's by John Pilger. John Pilger is not only a person with my initials, JP, who I find to be the greatest. He's also a journalist. He's an investigative reporter, author. He's been around for a long time. He's been reporting for over, I believe, over 60 years now. And you see him do reports in Cambodia during the genocide, in Central America when the death squads were active, uh, Palestine a couple of times. And if you think of journalism, or at least... If you think of quality journalism as a a discipline or a trade that questions the power structures and gives voice to the voiceless, 
oh my god, yes, this is what John Pilger has been doing. He talks to the right people, asks the good questions, like gets to the point. These are serious quality documentaries. And so in one of his movies, in Utopia, he is from Australia himself. And after like decades of work, he sort of goes back to Australia and does this movie on the indigenous populations, right, on the Aborigines and how obviously exploited this population has been and still is about this painful, really dark, but not very often talked about, obviously, by the government and by, by the media history of the country and how these are still, till this day, vulnerable communities live, not everyone, obviously, but most of them in poverty, like how it's, it's not solved. And there are kind of two Australias, well, at least two in Australia. And in his documentary, and by the way, it's actually available online, Utopia, John Pilger, it's on YouTube, I've checked. <laughs> and if you don't watch all of it, I highly recommend you watch it from minute 24, just for a couple of minutes. This is where he goes and interviews people on Australia Day. And, you know, you see people like, ooh, Australian flags, you know, face pain, like everyone's, you know, cheerful and celebrating. And he goes and asks them if they think that this day has the same significance for the indigenous population, how they think that population sees this day, and so on. And the reactions vary from anger to kind of saying, well, you know, all Australian, like, it's all like, it's all fine, what are you talking about? To someone saying, oh, well, they should assimilate. And then he says, well, you know, they were, they were here first. <laughs> And then you can see what the reaction of that lady actually who's being interviewed, what that reaction is. So I thought that was a very good example of the point I wanted to make, a very good visual, audiovisual illustration if you choose to watch it. So what I wanted to say is, hey, if you happen to be from a country that has that colonial past, right, that someone arrived to a piece of land and the land had a population and then maybe something was done to that population, so if you're from a country like that, I'm not here to tell you, you know, what you can or you cannot celebrate and what that celebration can mean to you. But I think this is where it's really important. I think there's a lot of value in obviously understanding that here you, you cannot have a monopoly of opinion. I think in some situations, a monopoly of knowledge like that can happen because yes, there is an objective reality and yes, there are facts and someone might know something that another person doesn't know and then someone does have that monopoly on knowledge, but you cannot have a monopoly on perspective. And I think the opposite, right? If you claim that your perspective is the only one and you disregard others, you might go even further and you can gaslight really other people. I think that having that monopoly of opinion, that's kind of the definition of ignorance. So I think however you want to celebrate it, commemorate it or not, like, you know, what you think of it, how you then participate or not, that's on you, freedom to choose, cool, cool, cool. But I think it's really nice when that choice comes from understanding and not choosing sort of not to know. And what kind of understanding it is, is that there is a different perspective on these celebrations and that yes the other perspective is kind of uncomfortable and let me tell you a quick story about feeling uncomfortable um so i was living in brazil and it was the time or rather the season of a carnival right a big celebration that kind of doesn't need any introduction i think 
but also how it works in case you don't know you have different street parties but also there's a schedule so there's a certain party of a certain theme uh, on a certain street and then you kind of look at the schedule you decide where you want to go you dress appropriately or rather inappropriately <laughs> dad joke of the day and then you go there so I was in one of these parties and then I decided to go home and I live very centrally in Sao Paulo and I realized that oh no, I think it will be a bit difficult to get home. And it was. It was just different street parties and every street that led to my street was packed. And I'm like, what to do? And I find this other one, which I thought was better. And I realized that on that street, there was a blog, like that blog party that was happening. I've read about it. I knew what it was, but I had decided not to go to that one. And that was the Soviet blog. And at that point, even like at the moment, I understood that what for Brazilians was a Soviet bloc, it wasn't woohoo, Soviet Union, Stalin, like, yeah, this is fucking cool. No, 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 it was, well, I guess, communism, socialism, left. Also, if you listen to one of my other episodes where I talked about political attitudes, you might remember that, yes, being progressive in Brazil, because it had a rightist military dictatorship past, so being progressive means being on the left. So the context is very different. But at the same time, yes, the context is very different for me. I'm from a post-Soviet country. The Soviet Union, yes, it was an attempt at communism that was very authoritarian and which also failed. So in that moment, I, I didn't claim a monopoly of opinion. I understood that, yes, indeed, there are different meanings to the same occurrence. My meaning, how I saw it, it did make me feel very uncomfortable. And I remember I talked about this with a couple of my friends who lived in Brazil, and I think they got it, actually. It was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for you, yeah, it means something else, I, I understand. So they also didn't claim very nicely that monopoly of opinion. So, yeah, so this is just a carnival block. My example is so minuscule. Oh, my God, there was a party, and the theme was kind of insulting to me, or, like, the theme was something I didn't like. Cool, I can deal with that. That's why it's only an example of a situation where you are in that minority, let's say. And probably in your life, you've been in those situations, maybe not necessarily so political. But yeah, the realization that, oh yeah, the same thing can have different meanings for different people. That's not a crazy idea. That's, if anything, that's a boring idea. Like there's nothing that interesting about it. I think it's easy to forget sometimes, and especially when it's about something you celebrate, right? It's like a celebration, it's a big party. When it's so festive, if someone tells you in the middle of that celebration, oh, by the way, you should remember that, ta -ta -ta -ta, like no one likes it probably. So that's why I'm saying that in a podcast, which I hope you're not listening at a party at least. Because yes, do I like my own podcast? Oh yeah. Man, in a party, just socialize. And who knows, maybe one day in a party, You'll be talking very arrogantly about the meanings behind National Days. Thank you so much for listening. So this topic, National Days, Independence Days, it is for me an exploding head moment or an exploding head situation. So I have my leanings, yes. But at the same time, I was thinking, well, you know, I don't know, man. Like, if I had been born in a country with a certain past and... You know, maybe I would be actually going, like, going out and having those drinks. And if someone had told me, hey, you know, there's this painful history, right? I would be the one who's, like, getting insulted suddenly. I don't know that alternative history. But also, I don't know why in that alternative history, 
I imagine myself to be, let's say, a white Australian and not an indigenous one who would be seeing that situation differently. I cannot even take, in my imagination, I cannot take the side of that underprivileged minority. And that is the meta exploding head situation for me. And before you go, there's one thing I wanted to ask you, actually. I wanted to invite you to come to my website that I've linked here to a specific, very quick article that surrounds this podcast where I have placed a poll. And please, if you have literally 10 seconds, if you can click on it and vote and tell me what your, well, a category of an answer is, because I've created these categories and and I understand that they don't, don't represent every available opinion, but I would be really interested to see what you think. Is that a topic that you had thought about before? How you think about it now? Maybe it changed after this podcast? Uh, who knows? But so the poll is actually for us to know. I would be really grateful. That would be really cool. And I would then, in my future podcast, actually let you know how the poll did. And you could probably see it on the website as well. So, you know, it would be just really nice to get that engagement from you. Because even though I don't say it, oh, I crave it. So thank you again so much. Please take that poll. And I'll see you in the next episode.